Hello Agent. Welcome to the Impossible Missions Podcast, hosted by Rob Kinea and Kevin Hunt. We're fans of the Mission Impossible movie franchise, and the mission we've chosen to accept is to watch, for the first time, the classic television series that inspired it. As always, should we be caught or killed, the Secretary will disavow any knowledge of our actions. Good evening, Mr. Hunt. Good evening, Mr. Kanea. How are you? I am warm. Is uh, the second <laughs> That's week the running? Statement of the entire <laughs> century. We're just baking relentlessly. It's I, too much. Yeah, it's not a heat wave anymore, is it? It's just it's yeah, heat. It's wave just heat. after wave. <laughs> Apart from that, we're great though. Yeah, we're great. We're really good. We uh, have now reached the point where we are post Mission Impossible Fallout. We are. What were, you, your, what were your thoughts? What were my thoughts? I thought I was going to die watching it. It's that, <laughs> it's that thrilling. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's the most tense film I've ever seen in in a good way. I'm still unsure as to whether or not I preferred it to Rogue Nation. I think I need to see it again to to make a judgment. Uh, yeah, I do as well. Yeah, definitely. Because Rogue Nation is right out there. Is is the my number one? If I'm honest. Yeah, Mission there wasn't there wasn't as much Ilsa in this one, which no. was disappointing. The most disappointing bit for me was they cut Brentwood out. Oh, yeah. The Brentwood scene was completely cut out. You, and, um, you all got to work late for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, for about two weeks, yeah. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the uh, the big Empire uh, magazine podcast interview they've got with uh, Chris McQuarrie, the director, mm. um, and he said about that bit, they had it all filmed. It was going to be part of the climactic helicopter chase at the end of the yeah. film. Um, apparently it was going to... Because it's not really clear from the trailer. It looks as if maybe it's Tom Cruise in a truck driving towards another truck. But it's not. Uh, Cruise was in his helicopter. So... Because they're flying... Jackknife. They're lorry, flying yeah. through the mountains. And the idea mm. was that he would pass through some clouds, some mist, um, and emerge... On a on road, road on right. the side of the mountain, like flying through the trees with a lorry coming towards him. It was like, mm. apparently, Tom Cruise really wanted a scene like that. He had it in his head and was like, let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they, it was in the original cut of the film, but the test screenings, people were like, this chase is so long. <laughs> the helicopter scene was, was long anyway. The, the, yeah. the, the section they kept in the, uh, in the, in, in in the film it's strange because the, the that sequence in in the, the road around the corner from where I work was in the trailer just a couple of frames but well, I think they were quite pleased with the stunt and how it looked and that so they were like yeah put it in the trailer yeah it looks um, amazing but yeah um, towards you know towards the end of post-production they they trimmed it out yeah it's fine though I I, I made my piece with that yeah. I, it was funny going into work the next day because everyone was um, everyone knew I was seeing it the night before and they were like well, how's the Brentwood scene and I was like I don't know how to break this to you guys. They've cut it. It's not in it. We're on the cutting room floor. Perhaps it'll be on the DVD release or something. Yeah, maybe. It's if it was seen or something. But. If it was in the climax of the film, I might have actually pulled the arms off the chairs in the cinema <laughs> as opposed to just gripping it I don't tightly. I have done that, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, honestly, you, you need to see it. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculously good. How Tom Cruise is still alive at this point, I've got mm. no idea. Oof. Yeah, watch my, the film. My, yeah, my bar was set so high and this exceeded it. So. We digress. Yeah, enough of that mission. 
Onto our mission. Onto our mission, yeah. And we've reached season one, episode four, Old Man Out. Old Man Out. Um, which is kind of, actually, it's A, a pun, and B, kind of descriptive of what they've actually got to do. I can't remember what we said on the last podcast with what we thought the mission was going to be. Uh, remaking Octopussy. I think oh, that was it, it. yeah. <laughs> okay. We were right. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of, there is Octopussy vibes to it. There's, there's a lot of... Yeah, there is, yeah. Sort of circus and travelling uh, fair kind of theme to the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan is going to the cinema, but not to see the new Mission Impossible. He's gone to see uh, a documentary, as we asked. There's a little exchange between him and I think it's the projectionist or the janitor or something in this place. Yeah, he disappears as soon as he yeah he goes his in, little password into the projection booth yeah. or whatever. He's like, we're closed. And Dan's like, but I want to see a film. <laughs> it reminded me, actually, that in a few of the films, especially the new one, they have these little exchanges of obvious... Code words, like code yeah. phrases, passphrases, whatever you want to call them. Mm. And so I think this is a thing we're going to keep seeing. Yeah. Do you we, think spies still do that? I, I don't know. Perhaps it's just text messages now, whatever. Mm. Just zap their eye with a <laughs> Are you or something? a spy? <laughs> yes. If I, if I tried Smiley typing emoji. that on my stupid iPhone, it would probably come up with hamburger or something. Is it hamburger? <laughs> I am hamburger. And then they shoot you dead. <laughs> is is there a spy emoji like a little guy in a fedora and a pair of shades? Or something? I'll check that out. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they set up, they set up the film that Dan wants to see, and the projectionist yeah he disappears off into his little box, gives him another a super weird stare. We've had a few super weird stares. Yeah, there's a lot. Off there's the, a lot in this episode. Of the people as well. who deliver yeah. the messages, like uh, the the photographer guy in the um, the second one. Yeah. As Dan walks off with the little message card, he's like. Just staring at him. I think, yeah, I mean, he's maybe they're all just a we in love with the guy. It's just weird. He's pretty, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a charming dude. You know, he is. He's, he's, got, he's got the X factor. <laughs> <laughs> so, the briefing, the mission briefing is this is Anton Cardinal Vosek, who, despite being 80 years of age and physically infirm, is nonetheless the acknowledged leader of his country's freedom movement. The government, towards whose overthrow Cardinal Vosek is working, has arrested him, preparatory to a trial before a people's court which is certain to convict him. He's being held for interrogation on the top floor of this building. They show a picture. Is it Saravno Prison? Yeah, which is located immediately adjacent to the city's main park. Saravno Prison is considered the most impregnable in Eastern Europe. I thought the military prison from the other week was the most impregnable one. Yeah, in I Eastern thought that Europe. as well. Yeah. yeah, they knocked that one off. So obviously now it isn't anymore. <laughs> no escape has ever been made from it. Mr. Briggs, your mission, should you decide to accept it would be to rescue Cardinal Vosek. As always, should you or any of your IM force be caught or killed, the secretary will disavow any knowledge of your actions. I don't need to read that bit out. That's obvious, but I like saying it. Yeah, I like hearing it. <laughs> I think if you're doing a Mission Impossible podcast, you need to hit the cliches. We do, yeah. Yeah. On the head with a hammer. So I, I sort of listened to that and I was like, have they said that around the wrong way? Because they say Anton Cardinal Vosek. I was like, surely he's Cardinal Anton Vosek. Um, so I looked that up, and apparently Cardinals, when they refer to themselves, hmm. will always put their, their first name, their Christian name, first. Then their title oh, of Cardinal. I didn't know. Hmm. Then their surname. Um, it was like a sign of humility, because they're 
good Christians. Right, okay, So it's yeah. their Christian name, put it first. They don't want to seem too egotistical, so they're not going to go around going, Hi, I'm Cardinal... <laughs> whatever, yeah, Cardinal Richelieu. Their title was a punchline at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then it's like the rest of the world who refer to them as Cardinal such and Richelieu such. Richelieu or whatever, yeah. Richelieu. <laughs> that fiend. Do <laughs> <laughs> you Dog Tanyan? Dog Tanyan. Dog Tanyan. Probably. And oh, also I used to love that cone. <laughs> and also the Three Musketeers. And the three, yeah, the, the other, yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> Dumas' other classic. Dog Tanyan. That was a good cartoon. It was a good cartoon. Yeah. Probably no one I'm defending that. The Musket Hounds. Do you think anyone other than us remembers Dog Tanyan? No, I really... Probably no, I don't. Not. That's our next podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> The tape directs him to uh, destroy itself, as directed, but doesn't provide any directions. Uh, and Dan just puts it in an ashtray, and, yeah. it, and it explodes. Yeah. He wouldn't have got away with that today. There's no smoking in cinema. No. So. <laughs> He'd have burnt his hand off. He'd be like, like Batman in that 66 Batman movie. He's like, like, some days you just can't get rid of an exploding tape. <laughs> so then we're at the Impossible Mission Facebook scene, rattling past. Mm, yep. Um, this was a good one. I liked his, uh, yeah. <laughs> so he picks out Cinnamon and Barney and Willie and your man, Rollin. Rollin, Jenny. He's still my man. Your favourite. Um, seemingly, he, all the pictures that were in black and white just get yeah, discarded. Yeah, to the side, yeah. So if you're in colour, you're in the IMF, yeah. seemingly. And the last one he picks out is a new face, Crystal Walker. Crystal. And I'm going to try and remember that name because I kept calling her... Diamond, and I was kind of as we were watching it, I was pretty much every precious precious stone jewel, in yeah. there, yeah. And it, uh, her little item in the dossier is uh, a flyer, and she's a uh, crystal walker on the high trapeze, mm. so she's uh, like a circus act or a performer or something like that. Pretty glamorous looking, uh, yeah. And Dan smiles, of, yeah, he's very like happy. he's never smiled before, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Crystal Walker <laughs> is played by Marianne Mobley who was Miss America 1959. Was she? Yeah. I can see that. She's pretty glamorous. Yeah, and then after that moved on uh, to an acting career. So we cut to stock footage of the circus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a tiger jumping through flaming hoops. Yeah, like, it looked like it was on fire as it was jumping through <laughs> if, it as well. If there's one animal that I would not want to set on fire... It's a tiger. A yeah. tiger. Because imagine trying to fight off a flaming tiger. How do you train a tiger to do that? Very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think um, they don't have animals at circuses anymore, do they? No, I don't think they're allowed. Quite, and watching probably, that, you can see why. Yeah, probably quite right too. Yeah. Dan's gone backstage at the circus to meet Crystal and she knows him. Gives yeah, him a there's big a hug. Yeah, I'm, I'm sensing a history between those two. Um, which is the first time we've kind of had any background, that like, they've had lives before. Especially with, especially with Dan. Dan's pretty... You don't know anything about him, really. No, not really, no. Don't know where he gets his cool IMF stationery from. No. What was uh, his job before he was, was in his the job IMF? Before, yeah. Yeah. And, um... Apparently, yeah, he's... flirting with trapeze artists. Oh, the, the flirting went to, up to 11 on this, <laughs> didn't it? It was quite a, quite a good scene. It was the lightest scene I've seen in any of these episodes so far. It was pretty... Yeah. She was She was going off on him saying, I'm not, I'm not doing this again. I'm not, I'm not helping you. <laughs> He was laughing his head off through the whole scene. He was just like, <laughs> like oh, you know, you know and I know you're going to do this. I've so. seen this act before. Come on. <laughs> it's nice because she gives it, she's like, Dan, and gives him the big hug. Yeah. And then like two Re- seconds later, she's realizes like. Realises why he's there. No, no, I'm not doing it. No, whatever it is, I'm not going to do like, it. The thing that made me laugh was as they were in this clinch, 
her eyes just went really wide all of a sudden. I was like, what? Why is she putting that face? Dan. Where's Dan's hands? What's going on? What's going on? I'm sure he's all above board. Yeah, I'm sure he is. So she says it's been two years since she last saw him, and that was on business as well. Mm. So she's not, best, yeah. she's not best pleased with him, even though she's pleased to see him. Mm. And she's just signed a big deal with this circus, you know, exclusive contract, star yeah. billing, and she doesn't want to miss out on that, doesn't want to lose it. And she says she's definitely, definitely not going to go on this mission with Dan. He twists her arm pretty easily, yeah, doesn't he, he? He's like he drops at, uh, Cardinal Vosick's name, doesn't he? You mm. know, you know who he is. You know what he means to his people. Yeah, and she she sort of softens. She, she still she does. Yeah, she still says no. I'm definitely not going to do it. And then they cut to the apartment scene, and she's sat. And she's there. doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she's in the apartment. The gang's all there, uh, and they're practicing various tricks. Mm. which is quite fun. I enjoy this bit. Um, Dan's practising being a psychic. So yeah, got... I didn't quite work out what he was doing because they were all standing around the room and Dan was sitting down with a blindfold on. I was like, what? Cinnamon's um, describing something to him. Or, yeah, yeah um, some random object. that you A know... watch, that was it. Was it a watch? It was a watch. Um, okay. And he says it's a watch and it's running five minutes late. And Cinnamon says, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Mm. Whatever it was that she said, a particular like phrase, minutes, means yeah. it's running seven minutes late. So right. they're, they're setting it up that his psychic act is really a, a really elaborate memory trick where he mm. manages to memorise yeah. a seemingly endless reel of phrases that translate to something Yeah. so they can pull this off. I mean, it's the maddest plan they've come up with so far. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that is, that, is, that is impossible. Does he do it, though? Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll find out. So, yeah, they're practising being psychics. Rollin... Yeah, Rollin was doing his... Uh, he's like, I've finished practising, and what he's been practising is pickpocketing. Yeah, he stole some an item from every single member of the IMF. So he goes round, he gives he gives Barney back his wallet, and he gives back like, Willie's keys and Dan's yeah. wallet and Cinnamon's brooch, and they're all yeah. like, when, when did you get this stuff? Mm. And then he gives Barney back his wallet again. Because as he yeah, as he, he handed it to him, it he to walks him. round round behind Barney, who puts it in his back pocket, and then, and Rollin just sneaks it out Takes again. It out again, yeah. <laughs> I like. It's pretty good actually. Yeah, Rollin nice was, little um, character moments. Yeah, yeah. For all of them. So Rollin, they reveal that Rollin is going to go into the prison as a prisoner to then break Cardinal Vosek out, um, but he won't be able to take anything into the prison with him that's made of metal or anything like that because yeah. there, there was a detection device. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he won't be able to take his lockpicks in, which you'll need to get out of his cell. Mm. And he's like, I won't need to take them in. Someone else will take them in for me. I thought he was referring to Cinnamon in that scene. Yeah. Well, you'd, thought, you'd think one of these other... she going to do that? But, one of these yeah. five or six other people mm. are going to take it in, you think. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah, yeah. He'd also need to know... Uh, the time he'll need some way of of marking time because he won't be allowed his watch obviously because his watch is made of metal. Mm. Dan's like, yeah, we'll we'll sort that out. Work yeah, that we'll, covered. We'll work something out for you in another ridiculously elaborate way, which we'll get to eventually. Yeah, Barney has got he's got like a little plan of the uh, of the prison on the board or something mm. like that. Yep, and he's he sort of throws it down on the desk. He's like, right, I've got a plan. I need a crossbow, a rigger truck. And Willie, to which Willie just nods. And I think Willie's like, it's going to be one of those nights, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any plan that begins with, 
I need a crossbow. You've got to be slightly concerned about you that. You do, yeah. It's either going to be the most amazing plan or, well, <laughs> one of Barney's regular plans, really. But <laughs> And uh, because Rollin is not only a man of a million faces, he also seems to have a bazillion skills, uh, he's also going to learn the high wire routine from Crystal. Yeah, which he has the time of his life learning this from her as well. <laughs> yeah, he they, is loving it. We cut from there to, a, it's like a warehouse or something, isn't it? Like a big yeah. empty space. And they've set up a, a zip line, which Crystal comes whizzing down with Rollins at the bottom to sort of catch her. Yeah. And uh, he's like, can I, can I start at the bottom and work my way up? <laughs> <laughs> Assuming he means the trapeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, let's hope so. I mean, Cinnamon is watching. <laughs> Cinnamon is watching. Dan is practising his next performance for the episode and yeah, he's on, it's like an organ thing, it's it's called a calliope, okay. I think Rollin later on pronounced it as, as calliope, which from what I can tell is the wrong pronunciation, a calliope, which is a sort of steam powered organ oh, okay. thing yeah and apparently they are very loud yeah it sounded when we were watching it the sound can travel for miles which actually is helpful for the plot of this because yes. it means yeah. that it can be heard from quite a distance um there's not really any way to vary the tone or the loudness which my god do you learn during the course of this episode i would honestly say it's one of the most irritating songs i've ever heard and it's played for most of this episode. Yeah, um, I will I'll record a sample and uh, stitch it in here, somewhere around here. Um, you'll all grow to despise it as much as I did through the course of this yeah, episode. Yeah, we might lose some listeners by playing, actually, because, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to be hearing that tune. So, anyway, oh. yes, Dan is practising with his organ. Which sounds filthier than <laughs> Willie's weightlifting, which I think he's probably just doing it because that's what Willie does. But actually, he does have yeah. a point. But um, and then little Crystal, who's probably three foot tall, if she's anything, yeah, she's tiny, isn't she? Yeah, steps up to the man mountain that is Willie and starts giving him advice on how to make his weightlifting look better, look like it's taking yeah, more it's effort. Just, it's like he's just lifting up a, a balloon, isn't she's, it? Really? Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> they're like proper. Like Tom and Jerry cartoon weight, something. Like, oh, later yeah. on, there's some of those triangle jobs with the little hoop on the top yeah. and big white mm. letters that say 100 tons or something <laughs> stupid like that. Um, All he was missing was the moustache. <laughs> and she's like, you gotta, you got to, you know, strain. you got to make it, you grit your teeth, puff your chest out, make it look like it's really difficult. And Willie's like, I'm in the business of making things look easy. Yeah. <laughs> Cinnamon thankfully comes in and interrupts Dan on his organ. <laughs> That's not going to get any less filthy. It's not actually. And I'm going to laugh every time you make an organ joke. <laughs> and, and tells Dan that she, they've found out that Vosick's execution has now been ordered. They haven't set a date yet. Mm. Um, so, uh-oh. Barney also has some bad news. He's worked it all out. It takes 20 minutes to take down and load into the back of the truck Crystal's safety net that she uses for the high wire act. Mm, yeah. And there's absolutely no way to cut down the time. So seemingly they they've got a use in the escape plan for the safety net. Yes. And need to strike mm. it after the act is finished and then put it back up somewhere else. That was the impression that I got mm, yeah. from that. So they're not going to have time to take it down if she's using it. So Dan's sort of <laughs> shouts up to her, how do you feel about doing the act without a safety net? <laughs> 
I don't even think he was that friendly with it, really. I thought it was just like... What's his name? Crystal, isn't it? Crystal. It's just yelling out, Crystal, we're not doing it with a net. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. And she's kind of, she just kind of stares at him for a bit. But, yeah, I... Uh, she's up for it, though. She's Yeah, she's game. She'll do anything with Dan <laughs> and his organ. So, from there, we go to uh, the park near the prison. So, yes. we're in a different country now. God knows what country. Dodgy accents no, all around. Did they ever state the country it was in? Nope. No. I think I'm beginning to think that's a deliberate thing now. They're like, we don't want to go, this country is bad. It's not really important to the plot, is it, though, wherever, wherever it is. So they're so. just kind of nondescript Eastern European locations. Yeah. So they've set up a little, it's not quite a circus, is it? I suppose it's like a travelling performance troupe. They've got a wagon yeah, like a- and a couple of stages and the, like, crystals, trapeze set up. Yeah. But there's no It's beat. a bit of an odd kind of set up it's almost like part freak show part Chinese circus uh, yes yeah, it's, it's a, it's I'd, a I'd, could... I'd feel a little bit ripped off if I paid to go and see this circus <laughs> <laughs> it seems to work by donations though there's a bit a bit later on where they're, they're yeah they're there's no flaming tigers though so yeah no no, no thankfully <laughs> thankfully yeah no, t- no tigers on fire the only thing that was on fire was Willie's cape man <laughs> uh-huh. that, that, that cape there's one glamorous mother in this episode. Oh, yeah. Not it? since seeing Lando in the Solo movie have I ever had such cape envy. <laughs> I wonder if that cape is in Lando's cape closet on the morning. Oh, it's got to be, yeah. It's pretty oh, swish. <laughs> I wish I could pull off a cape. Yeah. They, they, they might come back. They might do, hopefully. I might bring them back. <laughs> so, yeah, Crystal gets up on the trapeze and she's wowing the crowds. Dan is oh, fiddling with his organ again. Again, that's... Song, it's like nails down the chalkboard of your soul. We're doomed. Um, to take our minds off the creepy organ, creepy organ, annoying organ. There is, <laughs> creepy organ. <laughs> there's Dan's creepy organ. <laughs> to take our minds off Dan's organ, there is a creepy clown, which is Barney. Oh my god! I actually I had to ask you who that was because he's unrecognisable. He's the most depressing looking clown I've ever seen. They've kind of painted a sad. It's a sad clown yeah, face. Yeah, like the Roger Moore. He was he a, he was a sad clown, he was wasn't he? Roger Moore in Octopussy. Yeah. yeah. It reminds. Isn't there um, a David Bowie music video where he's done up as one of these? They're kind of head to toe white. Oh yeah, but a, is that more like a Harley Quinn? Uh, there is a name for it. I think it begins with a P. But I can't, oh, I, I can't remember what it is. Uh, but yeah, not like a. Are any clowns cute and happy? Uh, Harley Quinn? She's clown adjacent, I suppose. Yeah, I she? guess so. But yeah, mostly they're just terrifying. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're, which is weird because they're, the, the definition of a clown is supposed to make you laugh. Mm-hmm. Has a clown ever made you laugh? No. No, me neither. Maybe Roger Moore when he was dressed as a clown in Octopussy because it was so ridiculous. Yeah, I was more. Uh, yeah, yeah, the only emotion I felt was just confusion. <laughs> <laughs> so Barney's the clown. Willie's wearing a cape, as we've previously established. Mm-hmm. Um, Crystal up in the trapeze does one of the most mental things I've ever seen. She's got like a, a noose on a hook. Oh, God, yeah. She yeah. hooks it over the, uh, the trapeze bar and mm-hmm. puts the noose round her. Head, head. her face. Well, it's kind of like under the ears and under the chin. Bit like yeah, it's a, not. It's not like round her neck, like she's being uh, hanged. But it's yeah, it's on her head. Pretty much on there, yeah. And then she just spins around on it. Yeah. Madness. Uh, so everyone's looking up at her, distracted. That's Rollins' opportunity, um, and the character he seems to be playing is 
like a, a stagehand they've picked up along the way. So he goes to the crowd and bumps into this guy and steals his wallet. <laughs> is this the little guy that's the really... Little guy, um... Whose acting is the exact opposite of subtle. Yeah, you can only describe him as flappable. <laughs> he does flap. He literally he flaps his, he way literally through, flaps yeah. his arms. He's yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Because yeah. um, Barney then goes round in the clown get up to collect money um, from mm. the crowd, like, you know, for yeah, the yeah. amazing act. And he gets to that guy. He goes into his pocket to get his, his uh, wallet out. And he's, he just goes off, doesn't he? He's like, it's, yeah. I've, I've, I've been robbed. Yeah. I've been robbed. At first, at first I, I thought it was odd that they were collecting money at that point that he'd just been robbed, but then it comes to light that... It's all part of the setup. They need him to realise he's been robbed because... There's loads of... There's some soldiers from the prison yeah. nearby, and, and he sort of waves at them. He's like, I've been robbed. He's over there. He's running away. So we then <laughs> yeah. launch into a kind of Benny Hill pursuit <laughs> it's, sequence. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> but he looks as like though it's in some kind of like real estate garden yeah, setting like, or, or something. Yeah, botanical garden yeah. somewhere in Los yeah, Angeles yeah. or something like that. So anyway, yeah. Um, so the, the soldiers catch up with Rollin because obviously he wants to be cool mm. and hold him at gunpoint. And we get kind of introduced to one of the bad guys for this one. Oh, uh, yeah. He looks like he's sucking a lemon permanently. He's got a little yeah. fussy little goatee beard, doesn't he? And a, and he... Really small pouty lips. and yeah. He's so, a bit... I don't know, he's a bit Kenneth Branagh in the way he holds himself. And, yeah. Not Kenneth Branagh. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of uh, Kenneth Williams. Kenneth... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying, oh, my God. I was like... Kenneth Branagh. What are you thinking about when he was Poirot? Yeah. <laughs> But no, Kenneth Branagh. Oh, <laughs> that, that Kenneth Bloody Ruth. hell. Yeah, yeah, that one, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I, wow. I, I get it now. Yeah. Um, I wonder why you looked at me so puzzled. Like, what the <laughs> hell is he talking about? This will make sense in a minute, maybe. Yeah. So the, the, the bad guy characters in this do have names. They do. But their names were not said at any point during this episode on screen. No, they weren't. So no. the first time I went through doing the notes, I was like, right, so we've got the beardy one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> lemon face. <laughs> the lemon face. So the beardy one is actually Colonel Scutari. Okay. So Can we just call him Beardy Man? Beardy Man. <laughs> so he, he uh, looks rolling up and down. He's like, nope, we're going to sling you in the prison. Mm. So they lead him away at gunpoint. So that's his first bit of his mission accomplished, getting captured. As Ronin gets led to the gates in the prison, that the the organ music changes from one horrifying yeah. song to another horrifying song. Borderline terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> which is probably the same terrible notes out of tune, but in a different order. I mean, even Dan doesn't look like he's enjoying playing it as well. He's, he's looking everywhere but at the actual organ. Um, it's time for Willie finally to get a chance to flex his weightlifting skills because that's his thing in the mm. dossier isn't it he's like the world yeah. world record weightlifter yeah yeah um barney on the tannoy announces that he is rod try the man of steel <laughs> um which i remember the little fact that popped into my head when he said man of steel because man of steel is of course superman, superman yeah superman's costume was originally inspired by the strongman circus costumes was it really of exactly the kind that Willie is wearing in this. So the, it's got like the, oh, the tight-fitting right, yeah. trunks and vest. Yeah, uh, the and big cape. flowing huge cape, yeah. Uh, and so that's why Superman traditionally has what we sort of think of as his underpants outside his tights. They're, no way, okay, I didn't the know The strongman yeah. would have tights on and then trunks 
Homicide. The, 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 uh, tra- yeah, yeah. Um, do you want some <laughs> Peter Lupus facts? The actor who plays Willie. Always. Yeah. Okay. So we describe him as a man mountain, and yeah. I found a little fact that when he sort of moved to Los Angeles first to uh, try and start up his career in acting, uh, he was six foot four. He weighed two hundred and fifty pounds. He had a thirty-three inch waist and a fifty-inch chest. Oh my god! His health regimen included one hundred and fifty organic vitamin and mineral pills a day, and he could down thirty-eight of them. <laughs> In one swallow. <laughs> oh, my God. What else did I find out? Ah, he tried out a few different stage names before mm. he, he kind of joined Mission Impossible. <laughs> uh, these are kind of great. <laughs> uh, names like Rocky Road. I've just noticed you're taking a drink. You might want to swallow Sorry, that. yeah, no, I'm going to... Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Road. Rocky Road. Okay. Chuck Steak. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! And uh, yeah, he also was he hungry a, when he was coming up, really. Probably, mind you, if you, if you eat 150 vitamin pills a day, how god, hungry yeah. are you going to be? Yeah, he had a few credits on film as Rock Stevens, Rock Stevens, which are quite right. Um, but Bruce Geller uh, convinced him to stick with his his own original name in the end. Oh yeah, the other thing I've had. Do you remember when we were watching the pilot and he was lugging those cases around? Oh, and I with was the. Like, the sample cases that... Yeah. yeah, And I was like, do you think the actors that were meant to be hiding in them were in them when he was carrying them around? They looked heavy when he was carrying yeah. them, but were they? Uh, well, yes. <laughs> for at least one <laughs> for at least one scene. Uh, so Wally Cox, the guy who was playing Terry Targo, yeah. the safe cracker, yeah. he was in... The guy that hurt the, his fingers. Yeah. yeah. He was in one of the cases that, that um, Peter Lupus was carrying. So they had to weight the other one with lead weights to match the, to one, match the weight. weight of the actor and the other oh one. So God. he was properly balanced. So you could carry them around. So Wally Cox weighed around about 135 pounds. So he had another 135 pounds in the other hand. And <laughs> he says, we did about 12 takes. And that night I felt like my back was attached to my heel. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, he's he, he, at least one scene was lugging the geezer around. That's a, they didn't really need to do that, though, did Not they? Not really, you, no. You, you don't see him in the bag in that scene anyway. They could have just... Just cut. Weighted then, it down or... Yeah. Didn't even need to weight it down. Just act. They were act, like, really act. Look at the size of this guy. We've got to use his skills. Yeah. So they did. So, yeah, Peter Lupus facts. Woohoo. <laughs> Rollins in the prison. They're taking all his belongings from him, all stuff out of his pockets and his belt and his shoelaces. This is the start oh, yeah. of a very slow and drawn-out strip search. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. But the one thing he does, doesn't let them take... Is his underwear. <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But also the, the, his little lockpicks set that he needed to get in. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's like a, about the size of a matchbox, isn't it? That sort of size. Yeah, and pull out the picks out of... Yeah, that, that sort of idea. Used, yeah. So he, he palms that while they're taking all these other bits and pieces. Um, outside the prison, Dan goes on stage as the great Alberti. Everyone's doing an accent in this one. Even even Dan, even Dan, yeah, who didn't yeah. who didn't bother uh, in Operation Rogosh. No, he didn't. Even though he was no. meant to be a lawyer from yeah. whatever country it was meant to be, he's just plain old Dan. He's just like, "Hi, I'm your lawyer." <laughs> but yeah, no, this week he is fully accented up. Pretty um, good, pretty convincing as well. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think he broke out of that very often. No, he, he was committed. He was. He's always been practising. Um, Cinnamon is his glamorous assistant. Of course. The lady in red. Yeah, yeah. Who else? 
So he starts up with the, uh, the, the, I don't know, what would you call it? Mind reading? Psychic? Yeah. Psychic. Yeah, psychic, yeah. Um, Rollin, they start to lead Rollin deeper into the prison, thinking they've taken all the stuff off him, and an alarm goes off. Yeah, with an invisible... I, could you tell where the metal detector was? I Unless it was I don't think there was the, one there. I think no, just an, an alarm, just... Just a red light in the ceiling, and a really, really loud alarm. Yeah, even drowned out Dan's organ. <laughs> <laughs> and that organ takes some drowning. Oh, <laughs> I need to stop saying organ. <laughs> He's got a few of his clothes left. He's got like his shirt on his back still. Yeah, and shirt and trousers. And, yeah. Um, and they're like, you must now strip. He's, hold, he's holding the lockpick, isn't he? He's still got them palmed, yeah. So they demand that he strips. Because the alarm's gone off, or because he's heard that there's a man about to get naked, <laughs> the uh, prison commandant comes out of his office. Yeah, storms over, doesn't he? He stands... Like, really, marches with purpose. Yeah, and stands really uncomfortably close. Yeah. It's like yeah. he doesn't know about personal space. <laughs> and Rollin... No, it's, it's odd, isn't it? Yeah, Rollin looks a bit concerned, and then they cut to an ad break. After the ad break, now that he's in just his vest and underpants, <laughs> everyone's staring at him, <laughs> Rollin pretends to stumble into one of the, the oh, guards. one of the guards, yeah. And tucks his lockpicks under, I think, was it they call them epaulettes or something like that, on his like shoulder? the shoulder. The decoration on the yeah, shoulder. Yeah. Uh, so that's how he's going to get it past the melt detector. He said yeah. at the beginning someone else would get it into the prison, so he was And right, that's it, yeah, yeah, the guard. How did he know they were going to have those things on their shoulders? Yeah. How do they know anything about the plans that they're planning? Yeah, I shouldn't question this, should I? I'm just going to strap in and enjoy the ride. <laughs> don't pick at the edges too much, I don't think. So Dan's, yeah, Dan's running through his blindfold routine. Cinnamon takes a medal from Colonel Beardy, uh, who's all like, you'll never guess this. <laughs> you yeah. can see in his face. So Cinnamon rattles off some spiel about what she's got in her hand. Doesn't doesn't say it's a medal, but she drops some phrases, doesn't she? So yeah, presumably yeah, so from those phrases, Dan picks out the info what that she's actually holding, medal, yeah. And you know, he gusses it up as like I I can see a field and brave men and yeah, all this nonsense. Yeah, it really it's elaborates, it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so for like three seconds, Colonel Scutari looks kind of impressed, mildly impressed, yeah. yeah. Uh, for the last time. For the last time. Yeah. He then goes immediately back to being super suspicious <laughs> of everything that's happening. The guards in the prison searching Rollin find a pipe cleaner um, and they take that they to... They don't question that though. Well, they're they? like, it's made of metal and the metal detector went off, so that must be it. They sort of throw all his clothes back at him and tell him to, you know, march on into the mm. prison. Dignity in, in tatters. Poor old Rollin. I know, but he um, as he's as they're marching him off to his cell, he kind of leans over to the guy that's got his. He needs to get his lockpicks. He needs to get his yeah. lockpick back. So he puts one hand on his shoulder and he tries to. Does he try and bribe him? Yeah, bribes him. Can he get his tobacco back or something? Like yeah, that. it's a bit like last week when Rogosh bribed Willie, who was pretending to be the guard, to oh, yeah. have a smoke and chat to the lady and turn, yeah. turn you know turn a blind eye. But this guard is not for turning. He, he is he, not for turning. No. So as he says, this is not a holiday resort. Yeah. <laughs> well, he looks really disappointed at that stage. But he's like, did you notice how he um, he wasn't so smooth getting that back? He's pretty much tugging it off of the yeah. lapel of his shirt or whatever it was. Yeah, I was thinking, God, there's no way he wouldn't have noticed him like I pulling think, that uh, lockpick off of his shoulder again. But. I think they needed to make it obvious enough for the camera to pick up. 
Yeah. If you would have missed that and out. then the next scene he's got the lockpick, you'd be like, where did he get that back? Yeah. So, so yeah, he's like giving him a shoulder massage. <laughs> pretty much, yeah, yeah. So they sort of march him through the corridors of the prison, mm, uh, pop yeah. him in a cell and lock it after him. And he, he sits down on the bunk and opens his hand. There's quite a fun little cut here. So he's got the, the his tools of the trade in his mm, hand, the yeah. lockpicks, and it cuts to Cinnamon's tools of her trade, which are some eyelash curlers. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like backstage at the little travelling circus, circus whatever thing, you want to yeah, call yeah. it. Uh, Barney's doing his clown makeup again. Yeah. There's a bit of banter between the two of them, which is quite nice. Yeah, it's good actually. Um, was it Barney says to her, that's the most diabolical looking piece of equipment I've ever seen. <laughs> this is a this, member of the IMF. Yeah, this is a man who yeah. built, built a rocket with uh, a film camera in it and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> So it's time for the guard change at the prison, and uh, Cinnamon is going fishing, fishing oh, for yes. guards. Yeah. Colonel Scutari notices her go though as she walks out of the uh, the, yeah. the little encampment. Mm. He's like, mm, "Where's she going?" <laughs> um, so she goes and perches herself on a bench opposite the prison, lights up a cigarette, and there's a, a younger guard sort of marching backwards and forwards. This guard, I love this guard. He was hilarious, and he's, he does this sort of. I'm 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 trying not to look, but I can't help but look. Yeah, he's, he's pacing the perimeter, isn't he? He's got his back to her. He's doing a slow double take over his shoulder. You can always see his thought process. He's like, do I, do I go? Do I stay? <laughs> and of course. She, and then she smiles at him. And, and he, yeah, all bets are off. Yeah, he's he like, just, oh, I'm in. Oh, okay. <laughs> the character's name is Tosk, which, again, oh, okay. doesn't come up at Tosk. any point during the actual episode. So yeah, he goes over and I think he gets a cigarette off her, doesn't he? And mm. they have a little yeah. bit of a chat. And she says she's the uh, the she can read minds. Mm. And he's like, can you read my mind? <laughs> she's made a new friend. Yeah, he's like a puppy at that Just stage. Follow, he'll yeah, follow yeah. her anywhere. She kind of sashays off into the distance once she's laid the little seed. <laughs> he goes back to his patrol. Back in the prison, they lead Cardinal Vosek past Rollins' cell. Mm. And the old boy does not look good. No, they they chose one of the oldest looking actors I think I've ever seen to play. Yeah, <laughs> to play him. He's I didn't think he was going to make it. And there's hardly anything of him. It's like if he turns sideways, he'll disappear. He's like a <laughs> sheet of paper. I'd I'd love us. I'd love to see him stand next to Willie just to get the the comparison. <laughs> <laughs> He'd probably be blocked out by just Willie's shadow. Not yeah, Willie. He's obviously the cardinal's pretty frail. He's uh, mm. they need to get him out. Yeah, yeah, pretty sharpish. Dan is still playing with his organ. He's still playing, yeah. And the the clock tower. There's a, there seems to be a clock tower somewhere. They never quite established exactly where it is, but it chimes, and you see the the clock on the tower. And it says seven. Mm. So I think I think it's less about telling us what time of the day is, and more that it's it is seven o'clock mm. on the hour. The performance is beginning again because Crystal goes. Yeah back up onto the trapeze at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, because Rollin from his cell can hear the music, I think Rollin from the moon would be able to hear this music, but <laughs> he can hear it. And there was that thing in the planning at the beginning about him needing a watch to be able to time uh, what was going on in the prison. Yeah, because he wouldn't be able to take him in with him, can he? So... And how long it would take to get to the old guy's cell and to get from the cell mm. to wherever... Um, so seemingly the idea, not that they ever really kind of make it explicit, is the act takes a certain amount of time mm. and each of them have a section in the act. So you've got Crystal on the trapeze, 
you've got Willie's weightlifting routine, yeah, uh, and then you've got the mind, the, the psychic bit. Because I'm assuming that's part of what they can hear anyway, because they both, Dan and Cinnamon, have microphones. And there's not a huge crowd of people there. They could do their act without a microphone, but mm. maybe it's be- for the benefit of uh, Rollin, so he can hear that they're doing that part of the act. Yeah. So he knows he knows each section lasts a certain amount of time. So he, yeah, 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 definitely. So yeah. I, I figure that's that's kind of what it's all about, mm. and yeah. why we have to suffer that noise. That music, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he breaks out of his cell with the lockpicks. Mm-hmm. He sort of sneaks down all the corridors and up the stairs and avoids the guards. So not only is he a man of a million faces, he's also Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty good. I, I was disappointed he didn't uh, grab a cardboard box and just travel around <laughs> yeah. in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not Mission Impossible, it's tactical espionage action. Oh, yeah. Oh, that game's amazing. It's so good. There's a bit when he's, he's on the stairwell, isn't he, and um, you've got a oh, couple yeah. of the guards coming up, and... I assumed he would have just carried running up or leaving out of a door or something, but he just kind of face plants the stairs. And then as they're walking up, he does quite an impressive roll. He sort of vaults vaults over the the central divide. So as they're coming up a flight, he's rolled over to the flight they've just come up from. Um, So he's behind them. I've probably not described that very well, but it's pretty good to watch. Yes. His hiding is several orders of magnitude better than Dan's bush hiding from, oh, yeah. from memory. So, yeah, he he makes his way to the floor that uh, Vossek's cell is on, kind of, sort of wakes the old boy up. Mm. And Vossek's a bit wary to begin with, as he would be. Some random guy has just appeared and is yeah. telling you he's going to break you out of prison. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he wins him over because Rollin is one charming dude. He does, and he uses... How does he persuade him? He uses religion or something, exactly. doesn't he? The, the, yeah, the, the Cardinal's like, how... How can I believe that you want to help me? Mm. And Rollins like, well, I, I suppose you'll have to take it on faith. Mm, yeah. And uh, what is it? Vosik says, um, how can I, as a prince of the church, which is not particularly humble, is it? Let's face it. Not really. No. <laughs> is that even a thing? Prince of the church. It is now. Yeah. Um, yeah. How how can I, as a prince of the church, turn down that that logic or something like that? <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it's pretty well played, isn't it? By uh, by Rollin. It's, it's, Rollins got a little twinkle in his eye isn't he he's, mm, he's, yeah. he's enjoying being in mortal peril <laughs> yeah um, he's, he's he's incredible in this episode he's the, the amount of things they get him to do as well is perhaps the most that he's had to do he's had quite yeah, a lot I think so, in, yeah. in the other ones but well he's being himself as well he's not yeah, acting out another character so I mean if this is what he is like as a person then I want to see more of this Yeah, rather than him playing other people but he is the man of a million faces so. he is how he's going to fit all them in in 170-odd episodes, I don't know. One of his faces is seemingly Spider-Man. Because, oh, yeah. Because the guards come, don't they? And uh, in a panic, he drops the lockpicks on the floor yeah. near, near the cell door because he hasn't got it open yet. Mm. And he's sort of frantically looking around for somewhere to hide. Yeah. And is that when they do the crash zooms? There's a couple of little crash zooms into his <laughs> crash eyes. Crash zoom on, on his eyes. But then they start crash zooming the picklock on the floor. Um, and then the guards get to Vossick's cell door. Rollins not there. Mm. Rollins managed to get up onto the ceiling. There's some pipes that run along the ceiling. I was really confused <laughs> for a couple of seconds because it cut to him. And because it was one of those, like, 1960s Batman angles... Where they've reversed the shot. But they're two really thick white pipes either side of his face yeah. sort of going downwards 
I thought he was on stilts. <laughs> I didn't realise he was on the ceiling. <laughs> I was like, why is he on stilts? This is really confusing. Yeah. Then I realised where he was. <laughs> Has he got up there, though? Like, I don't he, know. Has he leapt like the bionic man or something? It's just... Yeah, I don't know. Well, the, the guards were coming around the corner, and I thought they were only about like six or seven feet away from his cell. So Harry vaulted up into that little space. Oh, there you go. Especially but... without him sealing him up there as well. I mean, he's, you know... As I said, he's Spider-Man. One of his he is, faces pretty is good. Spider-Man. Yeah, um, very confusing. But once I worked out what was going on, it was... Vosek <laughs> manages to distract the guards with a bit of banter long enough so that they, they don't yeah. look down at their feet and see the lock fix on the floor. Yeah. And then they move on. So that... Mm. And uh, Rollin comes down. So, yeah, he gets the door open, picks the locks, and uh, he instructs the cardinal to make his bedding look like a man who's asleep. Oh, Yeah. Like like you do if you're a teenager trying to sneak out of the house. <laughs> he he made me laugh that bit when he he's he's obviously a perfectionist while in his knee because he comes in and he fusses with it. He fa- yeah, it's almost as if it's like well, it's not quite good. No. He does a tiny little tucking in of the sheets like he's like he's tucking him in bed. You have to make this bit look like shoulders. Come on, man. <laughs> Haven't you ever done this before? <laughs> yeah, so that's why it's a nice touch. So they uh, yeah he gets him out of the cell. He sort of says to him, "Come with come with me, Cardinal Vosek." And <laughs> if the you old, want to live, <laughs> if you want to live. And the old boy sort of he says to him, "While I'm in my underwear, I think I would prefer Anton." <laughs> Um, so the route outside the routine is going back through the stages. So mm, yeah, Crystal's finished. Willie's back on stage with his strong man act. Yeah, is he bending a horseshoe at this stage? He's bending bending something, isn't he? The Eiffel Tower or something. Yeah, like that. it's just like <laughs> someone wolf whistles from the crowd, don't they? Oh, that was, or was so that, funny. Was that you watching it? That might have been me. Okay, couldn't control it. Sorry, I that was in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Rollin really slowly <laughs> is taking Vosek to the roof. Yeah, he's struggling, isn't he, Vosek, at this stage? I, I, I thought Rollin could have just picked him up, to be fair, and carried him up there. Probably. Just popped him on his back like Yoda and <laughs> up he goes. <laughs> Does a little backflip or whatever it is along the yeah. way. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, let's face it, he's a, very, he's a very small old man, isn't he? I mean, and he, he, was, he, he looked like he was on... On his final legs. A strong breeze would carry him off the roof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, a, like a leaf. <laughs> so, yeah, they're on the roof and, you know, they can see freedom mm. stretching out in front of them. But the Cardinals, is a bit dubious. He's like, how, how are we going to get down from the roof? How are we going to mm. get across the fence and past the guards? How are we going to get out of the country? And Rollin says to him, you'll find out tomorrow. Because this isn't the escape. This when is he, the trial run. Yeah, when he first, before he said the trial run and he said that first part, I thought he was going to leave the old dude on the roof overnight. <laughs> and and um, Ronin was just going to go back to his cell and then and come he, up in the morning. And get the old boy's corpse and yeah. just throw it off the roof or something. Yeah, well, at that stage, it, it cut down to the ground level. And you saw a solitary guard walk in what can only be described as a car park. Yeah, it's definitely a car park. Um, I thought he was just going to throw... I keep forgetting the old guy's name. What's his name? Vosek. Vosek. I thought Rollin was going to just throw Vosek at the guard <laughs> so he could land and have a soft landing on him. I, and get, then... I guess that's Tosk <laughs> patrolling back because he was down the bottom dreaming of cinnamon. Yeah, he did look like he was in a bit of a daze. Mm. Looked very happy as well. Well, you would be. If you were dreaming yeah, you would be, actually, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's the trial run needed to time the guard patrols mm. and how long it would yep. take to, to get there. He points out the music as if you could miss the music and he's like that's my watch 
we can use mm. that to time it all by. Yeah. So that all kind of fell into place. And I was like, ah, but only really the second time round was I like, oh, I see what's happening here. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't spelled out as clearly as it should have been. But you can you can work out what's going on. I mean, yeah. even if you didn't understand that, it, it still the plot still makes sense. So yeah, yeah. Dan's Dan's turn. He's been the psychic again as. Mm. Rollin then has to take Vosek all the way back all down. All the to way his back cell. down, yeah. Bloody really hell, slowly. Yeah. yeah. I guess he doesn't need to time that bit out. Doesn't matter. No. It's a bit it's a bit of a Scooby Doo moment in, in the bit when they were at the top of the stairs and they were just about to go down. And all of a sudden you hear I think you hear like a, a cell door open or a guard or something. Oh, and they freeze. And they freeze and I I swear I I really wanted Vosek to jump into <laughs> into um Rollin's arms like Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> When they're tiptoeing along, it should be doing that xylophone noise. Yeah, it cuts back to the outside to Dan and his little act for a little while. Mm. Colonel Scutari is still shoot, you know, giving him the stink eye. <laughs> then we cut back to the the guards doing the rounds. There's like a there's a guard captain. He's credited as the mm. captain. Okay. Um, and they check Vosek's cell where his blankets are all on the bed, and when he doesn't respond to them. He opens up the door to go in and check, and you're like, I think you're supposed to think, they're not back yet, they're going to get found out. No, but you kind of guessed. Yeah, he was there. Lo and behold, he was there, yeah. He was like, what do you want? <laughs> it was really funny, because he was, he was completely covered over the head right to the bottom. Because he, he is so slight that yeah. he, he does just look like a blanket rolled up. Mm. <laughs> but it was, it was great, because he looks up at the guard and he's like, well, what's the matter? And he's like, oh, nothing. The clock tower strikes 11. Uh, Barney and Willie are in a truck fiddling with a crossbow oh yeah so oh, i guess yeah. this is them getting the gear set up mm. for whatever the plan is because again that's not been explained to us no it's a really um slight looking crossbow as well so i i assume i think that's they... just because willie was holding it oh maybe yeah. Looked like a little lego man's crossbow in his hand. <laughs> maybe it was one of those like gigantic crossbows they used to like storm castles and <laughs> it just looked like a regular size one next to willie <laughs> They didn't have any larger ones. <laughs> Barney just rolls his eyes. I assume no. they're going to use that with a rope to zip line someone down or something. But the, yeah, the crossbow looks it's probably a good shout actually. Yeah, yeah my, I don't know. that's an assumption. Scutari is poking around because he yeah. has nothing better to do. Is this he's seen with Dan? Yeah, he goes. Yeah, in, okay. He goes in to see Senor Alberti. Yeah. and gives him the Spanish Inquisition or whatever <laughs> country this is. Um, he's. Checked out with like the local artist's representative, mm, like the, yeah. gu- the guild master or whatever. Yeah. And he says he's never heard of this troupe. So, no, they're so not Dan, registered or no one's ever heard of them. And... Published any promotional material or anything mm. like that. So Dan kind of blags it that their their troupe is too small and the guild fees are too mm. high. Yeah. Dan basically just starts to spin out his entire made up family history. Yeah, yeah. Until Skutari gets bored. And just walks out really. <laughs> yeah, thanks for the conversation. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely suspicious, very suspicious. Yeah. And Dan is beginning to realise it. There's like a, mm. a slow zoom in on Dan's worried expression. <laughs> Rollins got a visitor at the prison, Cinnamon, at one of those. I assume they exist in real prisons, never been to a prison. No, have but you, you always seen your them in prisons. Part? I have not. That I'm going to uh, disclose on this podcast. No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> You've got like the two sides of the room separated by a glass screen and yeah. the phones, the, like, the headset. That must be, yeah, that's got to be a real thing, isn't it? I guess so. It's it shows in every up, single yeah. prison 
sequence in a film and TV that I've ever seen. They have a coded conversation, like set phrases. Yeah, seemingly. it's pretty good though. It's uh, yeah, come across, uh, but they're they're being listened to by the guards who are recording the conversation, aren't they? Yeah, so it sounds it sounds enough like a normal conversation that two people would have if one of them was in prison. So it's stuff about yeah. lawyers and uh, the food. Fe- they're feeding me all right, and can you post bail for me? And, yeah, and they stuff haven't like beaten that. me up yet. Or... And partway through the conversation, they they cut to back at the little the, the circus ground bit, Cinnamon relaying the story to Dan, who's yeah, scribbling yeah. it down on a notepad, and he's mm. decoding what it all means. Yeah. This must be the most complicated code that anyone's ever had to remember, right? So Dan, the words that Dan picks out, it's like, Signora, lawyer, choice, beaten, not hungry. And that all apparently translates to Cardinal Vosek is weak but willing, <laughs> Rollins got the patrols times. It doesn't have any trouble with the locks. <laughs> yeah, how would he have remembered all of that coding? There is one problem. Lawyer was only said by Cinnamon. Was it? I didn't <laughs> pick up on that. Oh no. So yeah. Anyway, um, but it's quite. She remembers all of it as well. And then when she's explaining it to Dan, she says. Well, yeah, we had like a a conversation after that just to make it look a bit more legit. Make it look good. Yeah. So I was like, how how are you? How did you remember any of this? So the gist is, in the end, Rollin will be ready for an escape attempt at seven thirty that evening. We cut to the commandant's office at the prison, and he's called in the the captain. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this bit made me think of, uh, you know, the German like the general character in Hello Hello. Yes, and yeah. his, his aides. They're all ever so slightly incompetent with slightly ridiculous accents. It's for, it really reminded me of, of that set. I didn't pick up on that, scene. but yeah, no, no, you mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I want you to step up the interrogation of the cardinal. Mm. Uh, and the captain replies that the old man's getting pretty weak. Mm. And the commandant takes a puff on his cigarette or whatever it is. And it's like, I don't care. I've been ordered to execute him in 48 hours anyway. Yeah. And the, the 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 guard captain's a bit like oh, that's a bit mean. <laughs> it doesn't say anything. But his, his expression's a bit like oh. <laughs> quite like the old boy. Yeah, he even did a bit of a. <laughs> so we move on, and uh, we're at the park. So presumably next to where they've set up their camp, mm. and there's like a, a kiosk thing selling drinks. Yeah, and uh, Tosk is buying drinks for cinnamon. <laughs> and, uh, you know, trying to flirt a little bit more with her. Dan deploys Crystal for oh, a bit man, of competition. Yeah. And the girls get their claws out. There's some, yeah, there is some it's, it's bitchiness. Pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty hairy moment, isn't it? He's loving it, though, the guard, isn't he? He's like, my God, I've got two of them now. <laughs> they're fighting over Collecting me, yeah. them like Pokemon. <laughs> they're obviously... They're obviously Got him lined up for something. I don't quite know what. Perhaps, yeah, yeah. If he's the one patrolling outside the prison, they need to lure him away. When it, oh, he's going to be the, the most the easily lured off. person on the block. <laughs> um, you can't blame him though. Cinnamon. So they sort of pretend cattiness because they've been quite chummy. Yeah, yeah. In real, in reality, mm. um, Cinnamon and uh, Crystal. So Cinnamon says to Crystal, "He's not your type, Angel." To which Crystal replies, oh, you mean he likes washed-out blondes? <laughs> Crystal ends up with a drink thrown in her face by Cinnamon. Yeah. So, yeah, Cinnamon and Tosk go off to enjoy the rest of the show. Dan wanders over, and mm. I think he's enjoyed this. Dan's having a time of his life. I think they're all having a great episode this time. <laughs> As he says, I, I make that a very good round. 
<laughs> yeah, even with the he's like even got puns now. Yes, yes. Yeah, I think is that his first pun? I th- yeah, I think it is. At least he's not on that bloody organ. Yeah, every time he's off that organ, I'm enjoying some Dan time. But yeah. Oh, Crystal's like, um, if I had to fight, I'd rather it was over you. Yeah. yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to get Crystal back in it again, if, assuming she survives this mission. We shall see. Um, I can't imagine it gets dark where any of the IMF get killed in these. No, I can't. This is the 60s, isn't it? So I, mean, I guess it was like a, I don't know, Saturday tea time kind of show? I don't know. I don't know. Where oh, yeah. Mm. You'd think it would be, yeah, it's, it's kind of got to stay a bit family friendly. Mm, yeah. Well, perhaps, or perhaps it will take a well, really you know, dark oh, yeah. turn. Yeah. Tosk has a go at the uh, the old show of strength thing, you know, the you hit the thing with a hammer and the, it flies up and hits the bell at the top if you oh, like. Oh yeah. It. Um which it does actually. It kind of hits the thing at the top. Yeah, it takes ages, doesn't it? It's like really slowly dragging <laughs> it up. A, it's like a, a mouse s- pulling it up or something. It's a stagehand cranking <laughs> a lever on the back. To Is that the really on. funny editing where as soon as he hits it the 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 clock goes off. Yeah, we jump to the clock at uh, the clock yeah. tower striking 7. The show sort of course cool, starts up again at 7. Again, o'clock. yeah. For the last time, hopefully. That bloody organ. <laughs> Crystal's back up on the trapeze. Tosk is paying attention to her. Yeah, more than he has been. Yeah, yeah. Has been. In the prison, it's dinner time. The guards, they're sort of following their routine, so Ronin watches them, mm-hmm. waits yep. until they go past, breaks out of his cell again, and mm. follows the same path back up to uh, where Vosek's cell was. Barney. <laughs> yeah, Barney's not in the clown get-up this time round. He's, what is he doing here? I can't remember. He's where he was. lounging next to where Dan's playing the organ with a sledgehammer. He's got a sledgehammer and he's got somewhere to be. I, I, I was hoping it was going to be the organ. <laughs> <laughs> Will you shut up? <laughs> yeah, we're not that lucky, unfortunately. No. <laughs> Dan, he says to Dan, "How are we fixed for cash? Because I won't have time to pass that around." <laughs> Dan gives him a little smile. <laughs> Which probably says, get, on, yeah, get on with your job, we're on the clock. More IMF bants, I like it. <laughs> the impossible banter force. <laughs> yeah. Barney's off with his sledgehammer and old Colonel Skatari mm. watches him go. Mm. Obviously he doesn't have much paperwork to do in his job, Skatari. He's not at his desk, he's just staring at people out of the corner <laughs> of his eyes. Back in the prison, Ronin sneaks down the corridor to Vosek's cell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gets the lockpicks out. He's like, we're ready to go. Looks at the bunk. It's empty. Mattress it's is gone. gone Blankets yeah. rolled up. Vosik is not in his cell. Mm. And to be continued comes up on the screen. Yeah, I actually went, no, no. at this point on the screen. I've, I've never done that before. <laughs> they do like a... With the, the caption over the top, so it's like to be continued next week over Rollins' face. And the camera pushes in slowly and they fade up the organ music <laughs> <laughs> as if it's like... Sounding his doom or oh something like that. I hope they don't start using that as like the the end credits music or something. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! <laughs> oh, oh god, that music. Word. Yeah, the um, it was weird because halfway through the episode, I I mentioned to you, I wonder if they do any two parts in this. Lo and behold, it's a two part. <laughs> I um, I styled it out. I didn't let it let it, let you in on the secret. No, you did. You did did that quite well actually. What else am I lying to you about? <laughs> This oh is not my, my real face. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no masks in this one. I suppose you didn't no. need them, did you? No. Well, maybe they are and we don't know yet. It's oh, a two yeah, part. two part. Anything, anything can happen. Anything can happen in the next half hour. No, yeah. 50 minutes. 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What did you think, though? I, I had mixed feelings about this one. Yeah? What, at um, the beginning or 
I mean, even I, I liked it a little bit better the second time around. I think perhaps knowing that it it was a two parter. Okay. I the first time around I watched it, I was like, not not much is happening. Mm. They're taking a long time to get through all the various stages of this plan they've cooked up. How are they possibly going to pull it off before the end of the fifty minutes? And then they mm. didn't because it was yeah, too I mean, continuous. So it, it, in a funny way, it was anticlimactic that it was a mm. the first part of a two part. Yeah, especially not. I mean, going in not knowing it was a two part as well. In in hindsight, the the dry run they do, if this was a one part, could have easily been cut out. That felt like padding. Yeah, pretty much. Um, because you know they could have just worked out how long it would have played for Dan to play the music, and then he could have just timed it that way. Rollin could have timed it that way himself. But yeah, that that knowing now that it is a two part, that that was definitely padding. I think to to get the episode to the fifty minute mark. I mean, lot, lots of those sort of um, components of it along the way are quite fun. Like you say, there's there's more mm. there's more banter this time around. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a really light hearted episode because I, you know, um, like well, I mentioned when we were watching it, that there's no weapons of mass destruction or anything like this. It's, it's it's a man; they have to get a man out. So yeah, it's quite low stakes, isn't it? It's like, yeah, but then you know. I suppose it's got high the, stakes for that one guy whose life depends on it. Yeah, what will happen if he does get killed in that prison? What would then happen to his followers and yeah. things like that? So yeah, the the stakes are ultimately higher, but for this specific mission, they're they're not really focusing on that. They're they're just like, okay, we've got a man in prison, we have to get him out. Mm. Um, but yeah, I love the the impossible mission bants. Crystal's a good. Crystal was guest great. Star. Oh yeah, I like her in some more. Got lots of episodes. personality. Um, yeah, they all seemed lighter and funnier and more animated than they have been in the last, you know, three episodes before. Dan got his organ out. Dan got his organ out for 50 bloody minutes. I think that's <laughs> another reason why I'm not <laughs> I'm not completely <laughs> sold on this episode yet. That that noise is oh. <laughs> I mean, we 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 you know, obviously we haven't we went straight into this podcast after watching the episode or after me watching the episode. And I luckily I forgot what it, I forgot what it is now. Have you? <laughs> yeah. It'll come to you in the middle of the night. It will, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. No. But I just felt because it's got room to breathe. There's mm. perhaps not quite enough material to have filled the time. It's not, yeah, it's not tightly packed. I, there wasn't a sequence in it where I was like, "Oh my god, are they going to do this?" Or I didn't feel. I was quite relaxed watching the whole thing. Really, yeah. I didn't feel tense watching them do the mission, and yeah. they seem to be styling it out for you know taking their time and light-hearted about everything there was no sense of danger in the episode um all the guards were perhaps that'll all come in the second bumbling part. along as they normally do because i guess in the second part with no setup required mm. they'll go straight into it maybe they're gonna stretch out the escape in 50 minutes something's obviously well we know something's gone wrong he's yeah. been moved he might have died <laughs> <That's> <laughs> mission <it>. over <laughs> just a, he's just on the slab in the hospital yeah. infirmary he's part died. two is the 50 minute journey back to IMF base to explain yeah. what the bloody hell was just it's happened. his post-mortem to find out how he died <laughs> grim oh god <laughs> we've just done mission unguessable <laughs> so one last little fact about this actually uh, is that it wasn't always meant to be a two-parter um, okay. the original script by uh, Ellis Marcus entitled The Vossick Rescue I do prefer the the punny title of Old Man Out. The original script uh, was going to come in too long and too expensive for a one-parter, so Bruce Geller, in the end, just rewrote it into a two-parter. Mm. Um, so and had to pad it out with extra scenes, which is why we get stuff like Dan going to the circus to recruit Crystal. Right, I, okay. I would imagine in the original 
script, perhaps it goes straight from the Impossible Mission Facebook to her being to in the, the apartment room. scene, yeah. and her being there already. I actually liked that scene, though. I think that was, I think that added to it. It gave oh, you a yeah, bit of an idea of, yeah. as to their relationship, and you know, I want, I want to know a bit more about that. You know, if, is their relationship been purely professional or I don't think so judging I don't by think so, either no. of their reactions judging by that that smile on his face yeah he was reminiscing about some yeah. good times she's really pleased to see him so. yeah she was actually yeah. and so was he when he was hugging her that's yeah. her wide eyes uh, <laughs> told everyone <laughs> I don't I didn't actually need her for this mission he just like no I need to catch up with her it's been yeah. A while. yeah apparently originally uh, Rollin wasn't going to be in this at all and uh, there was going to be some like random oh, circus okay. A character called Bellini, but they rewrote it so that Rollin Hand took that role. Good choice. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, any any amount of Rollin in these episodes <laughs> improves it immeasurably. Mm. Yeah. To be continued. Yeah. Well, well, it's a bit difficult to call it Mission Unguessable when we know that the second part is the continuation of this story. Yeah. <laughs> but well, you why, never know. We can't... Part two might not necessarily be in the prison. Might be in a different location. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Right. Mission Unguessable for Season 1, Episode 5. Old Man, Old out. man out. Part, part two. 2. Old Man Out again. Old Man back Old in. Man still out. <laughs> Old Man not quite out yet. <laughs> Here we go. A clown in a truck with a crossbow. Oh, Terrifying. Yeah, high, Whoa. Crystal falling off the trapeze. A lot of... Was that Spider-Man on the wall of the prison? A cat fight. Gypsy fight. <gasps> Very Cinnamon versus Crystal. Oh, good punch-ups. Oh, some judo chops. Oh, my God. What is happening? Is he playing that <laughs> The organ looked the like organ it was rolling was on the down back the road of with, a van. with Barney. Playing it. <laughs> that is an image That's... I never thought I'd see. That bloody organ's in part two. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it ends up just getting destroyed. Was Barney playing... Okay, right. Barney was dressed as the clown. Barney as the clown, strapped strapped in, in the, the organ, seat of the organ on the back of a lorry, rolling down the street. Yeah, looking quite happy. Yeah, that's the happiest I've seen him in that clown getup. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. All right. Uh, well, what, what else did we see? Yeah, there was people on a wire. There was someone climb, like a, climbing the, the outside of a building. Yeah, there was a, a cat fight between who I can only imagine is Cinnamon. And we both had the same thought. You said it from Russia. From love. Russia with yeah. love. With Every gypsy time fight. I see a gypsy fight, which is quite regular <laughs> in, in being living in Essex, <laughs> I think of from Russia with love. <laughs> There you go. Um, so this week they made Octopussy. Next week they're making From Russia with Love. Nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell. I, uh, I feel like Dan's judging us. You've paused it on a screen where Dan is just looking into my very soul. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's thinking, do you want me to subject you to the organ again? <laughs> Please no, Dan. <laughs> put, put your organ away. Yeah. Well, yeah. the unguessable mission is... Uh, I, I really want to know what that get, organ's... Get the old uh, man out of the prison. It's, it is mission... I didn't see him in it. No, or was he the actually, guy being ziplined out of the prison, maybe? Perhaps it was him done up as the clown on the back of the what truck. Uh, he has, I'm not sure he's got the strength for that. To be I don't honest. think I can wait a week for this one. Do you know what? Actually, that, just those little snippets have energised me again. If I was a little bit yeah. on the fence about this one... yeah. Next week one looks completely off the looks wall. Looks great, yeah. It looks really action-packed. There was a good fight sequence in the prison. Yes. There were bodies everywhere. Yeah. Judo chops flying around. Like There was at least like two or three fights in one room going on. Oh, that looked good. It's going to be great. Some, yeah, there'll see, probably be look, some stunt rules. Yeah, we're pumped for this. Episode five, come on. Old <laughs> man's still out. It's like 
Quarter to 11 at night. We're not watching it tonight. No, we're not. Go home. <laughs> and I will see you next week. Okay, and we will um, see all of you next week. Good night. Good night. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please do so on Twitter at Impod, that's I-M-P-P-O-D, and let us know if we missed anything or got something wrong. Go easy on the spoilers, please. Even though this aired in the 60s, we haven't seen it yet. So until the next mission, goodbye, Agent, and good luck. This podcast will self-destruct in five seconds. Probably. Probably.